how his country needs him here. Cristiano Ronaldo, yes! Oh, yes! Nani. Rooney! Oh, wonderful! What a goal! And what a time! In what a place! What a play! Wayne Rooney out of this world! Comes out to Essien! Oh, my goodness. What an unbelievable strike. It's Freddie Youngberg again, pushed out by Bartes. Wilson! Arsenal have scored yet again in the Premiership, and this could be the most crucial goal of all. The full-time whistle! It's glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur! Hello guys, welcome back to Pace and Power Podcast. I'm your host Ed Dowling. With me today, we have Hamson with no screen. On journey. Oh, brilliant. We have Ed in the bottom left. How are we doing? Howdy. Semi top left. <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah, right. brilliant. Brilliant stuff. We got all the representatives, Pat, obviously. Not here today, unfortunately, but we've got Arsenal, we've got Chelsea, we've got Manchester United, and we're talking about the transfer window. Um, it closes tonight as we record, so um, barring any massive disasters, we should be covering everything that's happened in this month. And to be honest, not nothing really has happened. Um, been pretty unaventful. I mean, there's been some quite funny stuff happening today, which we'll get into, but I guess... Yeah. Like Vlahovic was a big thing, and it just kind of went the way that everyone thought it would with him going to Juventus. So who cares? I don't know. January's gone by. There's been some pretty mental stuff, but this year, for whatever reason, clubs have been like, yeah, just don't really care about doing well this year, I guess. No more so than Arsenal. Um, I think kind of kind of want to start with Arsenal because I've prepared a short list of every club who they've got rid of in January, who they've signed in January, and Arsenal, well. Let's just say it's grim, grim reading, Ed. I think I think it gets worse because uh, there's some there's some late happenings that I don't know if you'll have you'll have put on no, your list. I've not, I've not seen those yet. Uh, so you, I would assume you haven't seen Austin Trusty, the twenty three year old uh, centre back from oh, fuck. Uh, I can't even think of the team. Uh, some shite MLS team. Uh, the one that the one that um, Cronky owns. Oh, so, you know, sir. just a a little, a little bit of money laundering going on. Never heard anyone. Um, and it's very much looking like Abamyang is going to Barca for free this evening. Hmm. Let's start. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll unpack whoever that guy was in a second. Um, I feel like we have to end on Arsenal because they've definitely had the worst. I think. I, I want to start off on the right foot. Okay, and I want to start with Arsenal, and I want to talk about how Aubameyang is going to to Barcelona. It's actually kind of a Braithwaite or Brentthwaite, I think his name is, kind of move because he doesn't he doesn't deserve this. He stinks. He doesn't deserve this at all. It's such a Barca move. It's unbelievable. You have to remember that this this um, allure we have around the move to Barca, it just doesn't really exist anymore. Luke De Jong plays for them. Like this is not this is not a club that's like you know it's not a Galactico type type thing. It's 
it's just now it's just sort of Barcelona. Did you guys see that uh, the other day? That tweet is so good, and it sums it up so well that Barcelona are one Brit ensemble longer away from assembling the Middlesbrough front <laughs> the three Middlesbrough like front five years three. ago. <laughs> that <laughs> is brilliant. That Hilarious. yeah, but you know. Those, those, just, those Spanish just... bastards over there got confused between a Sombolonga and a Bamiang. So, <laughs> honestly, they may as well be the same player. Actually, I, th- I think Sombolonga. I think you're going a touch was, far was there. He plays for like like a second division Turkish side, Harrison. Oh, more. Back in the day, he could score a belter and do a mean backflip to back it up. On on Karimo, he was a bit of a beast of my life. The song yeah, the day was like he had pace on him to it last well. year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bamiang, it's um I guess from an objective football sense, it's quite a shame. From Tottenham perspective, obviously hilarious. How he's failing I mean, up was like this is, is bizarre to Ed, me. Isn't he taking a massive pay cut as well? Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say Dixon, how do you feel about it? Because like obviously it's great that you've ditched him from like 300 k a week for a bum or now a bum. But you're losing someone who shouldn't be going for free for free. Yeah, but we lose also everyone for free. That does like that doesn't even surprise me that we're not getting a fee for this man. Like that's <laughs> the least of my worries here. Like the the issue is, uh, I mean, it's a sad way for him to go because you know this is a guy yeah, who used to get great. twenty goals a season. This is a guy who scored a brace in the semi final and the final of the FA Cup. We won. And here he is just being given away to a, a very sorry looking Barcelona. Mm. But like he has been pretty poor this season. He's clearly fallen out with Arteta. And I don't think Arteta is the sort of guy to let anyone back in after that. So for him, I'm I'm happy for him because he's clearly not going to get any football here. I mean, he wasn't even invited to go and train in Dubai with everyone. That's how much he's frozen out, which seems a, which seems a bit, bit harsh, harsh when like fucking Jack Wilshire is Jack Wilshire's gone and they've not taken a Bamiyan. Yeah. So <laughs> I think it I think it's pretty shocking behaviour from Arteta, but yeah. you know, clearly well, something's gone one, and he's already one gone. One sort of recognised striker as well, right? I, I guess I mean you, Ketia looks like who are you who are well. you recognising out of these two players? <laughs> I think, I, as a football fan, I fail to recognise. Yeah, I was going to go there, but <laughs> you know, this is, Nelly, you know, he, he can put the ball. This the is the this is the strike partnership with two non-penalty goals between them this season. Yeah, and it's looking like Ketia's out as well. He's looking like he might go to Palace, or I think he's not even Palace. It was looking like he was like... going to Newcastle, but I think that, I think that's back off now. But you know, um, guys, a ridiculous move from them. I will have to step in here and if we could cycle back about two minutes, I just have to quickly pull up Hammerson for Sisma, unfortunately. I believe Hammerson said of one Brit Asombolonga that he could score belters and do a mean backflip at the same time. Now, upon further research uh, to back up my initial... Oh, I thought he was talking about Aubameyang. Brit Asombolonga has never done a backflip in his... In his <laughs> oh, are you sure? hundred, I'm afraid. British on the longer backflip does not come up with any results. Who am I thinking of then? <laughs> oh, I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> Who am I thinking of then? Don't know. I thought you were talking about Aubameyang and doing front flips, which I was going to allow. <laughs> but 
I love the way you were immediately on the case there, Timmy. You were like, okay, that's <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that was incredible detective work, but... Okay, but let's let's, let's, talk, let's finish about, about Arsenal here, because apart from that, you look so... Um, I'm looking at this list. What? what? We just put every other player we have on loan. Um, we're down to the real bare bones of the team here, and then we've spent a month trying to sign Vlahovic, who didn't want to come the whole time <laughs> and not had a backup option. And then okay, the midfielder, who was supposedly the top of our wish list, who our Brazilian director of football went to Brazil to meet with him two years ago and came back with Pablo Mari. Oh. This, this man is now off to Newcastle. And oh, has... We'll talk about Newcastle. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. It's been a real okay. miserable transfer window. Kids with money. Do you think, okay, Ed, the last thing I want to ask about Arsenal is do you think there's any semblance of Arteta? Because maybe you can even remove Arteta from the situation because he's sort of like, I know transfers aren't entirely controlled by the manager, but do you think there's any semblance of a plan here? Like creating a more united squad and focusing on youth and stuff. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. I don't know. But you'd sign a you'd sign a player, you know. You'd you'd <laughs> sign a player <laughs> to build a squad. You, you have to sign so. players. I <sighs> like fine. He's getting rid of players that he doesn't like playing. Go on. like mm. we've had a lot. We've had a lot of Deadwood for a lot of years. I think he's selling the wrong Deadwood. But you know, I'm I'm not managing this club. I'm not the man who's trying to keep playing Cedric and Xhaka and and Lacazette. You know, that's clearly we're clearly 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 we're at odds here. But you know, I just think I just think it's incredibly short-sighted to be getting rid of all of these players. Yeah, and not bringing them in. But the thing is, it's not. It's not even short-sighted because, like, it's not long ago that you were calling for games to be postponed because you didn't have enough players. And now you've sold, like, seven backup players without any replacements. Like, what is wrong? We were, Ed and I were saying how poor that management is. And you've just gone and done yourselves tenfold. Like, it's the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> I think we're just rubbing it in that we got a match postponed and you're upset. Um <laughs> Oh, and you may but, you know, it, it feels it feels like another movement of the goalposts where we were previously like oh we could you know we could get top four this season now and, now, feels and now it's going to be another season of finishing eighth and like oh we'll have to wait till next season to judge Arteta because he didn't have enough players for half a season I was going to say like, on, a well, serious, on a serious could note, have had some players team, how many first team players do Arsenal now have I think we've got something like 17 or 18. Oh my god. No, you can't. That doesn't even fill a bench. We've got sure three thing. we've got two keepers, three center backs, two right backs, two left backs. Oh, um, the fact you can just rattle this off. <laughs> three center mids, two cams. So three one left, center mids. <laughs> one, oh god. Well, I, well, I'm. I, those are separate to cams. We've got, we've got two cams, three centre mids, oh, two no, right wingers, two strikers, one left wing. Oh, one left wing, yeah. yeah. So but, uh, Smith Rose could just, take just don't play left wing as well. Okay. But yeah, okay. um, 
Do you guys want to do Stink Horse now? Because I think it's pretty obvious who's on Stink Horse this week. Obviously, Stink FC needs a director of football. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I know of a little man who could who could do a job. Let's just say that. Oh, we yeah. all in agreement? Edu for director absolutely. of Stink Horse FC? I yeah, absolutely. Think, absolutely. I think that's guaranteed. Brilliant. Fastest Stink Horse ever. Okay, <laughs> brilliant. Hamilton, talk to me about Chelsea. What have Chelsea, what have Chelsea actually done? I just really haven't been paying attention. Honestly, I can't really tell you anything because there is nothing to tell. Like Okay, tell me. Tell me we... <laughs> 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 well, actually, sorry, sorry, I have to genuinely before you um before you yeah. go on. Ed, can you give me a rating out of ten for the Arsenal transfer window? <laughs> I don't think I can give it anything more than like a two. I, why would it be a two? What is and there think, to be a two? <laughs> I, uh, they didn't, they didn't I was going to say like getting rid of players, Saka. but we haven't actually sold any of them. Loan Saka out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, think okay. I'm, I, right. I, I think I'm going to give it an honest one. A one out of ten for Arsenal. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Very, very good. Hamilton, sorry. Please enlighten me <laughs> about Chelsea's winter, winter deals. I mean... We haven't signed a single player, and that's with our two fullbacks, two of our most important players, both with serious long-term injuries. So that's incredibly embarrassing. Um, and our, our answer to Chilwell doing in his ACL was to recall Kennedy from his loan. <laughs> so that is... Yeah. <laughs> Where was he on loan? <laughs> I... Some Brazilian side, Flamengo or something. <laughs> I don't know. So oh, we just got oh, him man. back blown as like a backup in case we didn't sign anyone. And we didn't sign anyone because, you know, Newcastle have ruined the market. Um, and oh, yeah, Newcastle yeah. have ruined the market. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who would do Newcastle. that? Jeez. Oh, Jeez. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's incredibly depressing we wanted them ballet we haven't got them ballet we wanted um a center mid we haven't got a center mid we wanted a left back we haven't got a left back not really much to it and have i don't, pursuing it, people I don't like i feel it. like if you wanted them you could just get them have you been like have you had I, targets? You've been trying. That's, that's what I, mean. I think Dembele is literally the only one who was a maybe, and that's just simply because he's mm. gonna be free. I think that, that was it. like <laughs> you wanna know? Yes. Nobody. Literally, I don't think we've sold anybody. No, we sold. Okay. You've, you've done nothing. Drink, drink water is still on our books. Barkley is still on the books, they're all still here. We've not had anyone in and we've not had anyone out. All we've done is recall Kennedy from London. <laughs> it's Chelsea then, fair enough. Yeah. Right. I, think, I think we're honestly that broke from COVID that we, we can't do anything until summer. But aren't, your, aren't all your centre-backs out of contract in summer? Uh, yeah, so we're basically desperate to pay Rudiger whatever the fuck he wants or we're centre-backless. But I yeah. think again, yeah. actually, we've we've Chelsea been down supposed, yeah. supposedly, <laughs> supposedly we want Sully from Bayern Munich because he's going to be free because you know that's what we're going to do. We're going to replace our centre backs leaving for free with centre backs coming in for free. Who's that? Sule. 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 From Monsters Inc. 
Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't even know what you said there. I was like, you must be, you must be like someone else. Yeah. Like, Sule. Um, I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, it's Sully in. Get out. Get out. Yeah. Podcast, Harrison. <laughs> one, one episode banned for that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> okay, give give me a give yeah. me a grade, Hamilton. Give me give me a ranking out of ten. Is is it zero? Is it zero? We've not done anything. Is it technically could, not applicable? I like, think you just give it five because like you haven't done anything good or bad. You've just not done anything because one would imply you've like sold players off. Really, like I'm, they recall I'm Kennedy from loan. I think that's so funny. I'm gonna give it an <laughs> NA because we've not done anything. NA. All right. Okay, fair enough. Don't know why I asked to be honest. Even if it's um, sold by something, it'd be, but no, it's, it's, there's not been a single transfer. Jeez. Okay, right. Timmy, most United, please, well, you have the floor. You know, I think we've sort of slipped under the radar here because, in many ways, our window's been every bit as catastrophic as Arsenal's, uh, in that we've let quite good players go for no real reason and not signed literally anyone. And, you know, we're not performing anywhere near the levels you'd expect from us. So what, why? But, and, you know, like everyone in the world, even if it's like the second football game you've ever seen, everyone can look at that team and go, they need a holding midfielder, I reckon. And it's not even come up. We've not really been linked with one. So like, that's, <laughs> that's kind of frustrating. But like, because <laughs> I was like expecting so little... Though. Sorry, isn't that like your last ten windows? I, I, was I mean, say, that, been, has that been the case for years? The not, not really. No, no, not really. In that we've signed sort of lots and lots of marquee signings in that time, weird ones mm. for sure, but marquee signings nevertheless. But this time, like there was no expectation there. I think we all knew what the deal was going in, so I wasn't that disappointed. Um, let Ahmad go out on loan. Um, good player don't see him playing so yeah let him go out on loan get regular game time seem smart scored in the first five minutes of his debut for Rangers good stuff um, and they already have a chance from him for him love it carry on Ahmad and then we let um, Donny go to Everton uh, on loan um, right I think great player because our midfield is awful has been for years Great midfielder, play him. Um, but apparently football isn't quite that simple. Um, so we're just not going to play him. And so then again, it, <laughs> it becomes a situation well, like Ahmad, which is like, okay, well, let him play football. He wants to play for he wants to play for his country at the World Cup and seems like a really nice guy. So yeah, let let him go. Um, hopefully when someone comes in that has an actual plan. We'll, we'll go from there and that's why that's why I'm not disappointed really that we've not signed anyone because we actually we don't know where our club's going to go we don't know what formation we're going to be playing who's going to be leading us what sort of players we're going to need why spend money and bring someone in if they're not the sort of player having said that yeah. any manager's going to need a holding midfield one with football it's, it's like having a striker basically you just need to have one can you talk to me a little bit about the Jesse Lingard situation as well like Jesse Lingard, like he's not allowed to go, but he doesn't play. Like it's really uh, weird the stuff I've seen. That 
isn't quite the situation. That that isn't quite the situation. Um, Well, from United ITKs, it seems like, and obviously it's not the most reliable source in the world, but what are you going to do? It seems like uh, there was a falling out and it was over like how much he should be sold for, whether he should be sold, whether he should go on loan, loan to buy. He wants to feel settled. He wants to know exactly what he's doing. He's not sure if he wants to be going around on loan all the time. Um, and then I think it turned into a dispute and then everything just sort of shut down, basically, is what I can gather. But, I mean... Is that this, is that this window right now or is that the summer gone? I don't know. I th- I I don't I don't really like know. That happens every summer. <laughs> yeah. Um. I th- I think it's this one as much as any else because it, it's become clear that he's not he's not playing. And again, I joke. You know the whole thing of we've we've been really bad with our running stats and we don't press anyone and we're trying to play pressing football. We have one of the best pressing hold of, uh, attacking midfielders in the league on his day, and. You know, he doesn't even ever get a chance to play, and I don't like he never ever plays, and that's that's ridiculous because he went on loan and he scored so many goals and got so many assists, and it's not like do you see being a possibility gets more game time now with obviously the the Greenwood situation. Um, yeah, and this is the extent to which I want to talk about the Greenwood situation. But that's um, not anymore. Um, yeah, I think I think he he might have might have more playing time, especially with Van der Beek away as well. Yeah, hopefully. Okay. So one situation because then it makes weird. it makes sense not to sell him now. You've lost an attacking midfielder on loan, and yeah, yeah, the other the other thing. Yeah, the other thing. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I think. We're obviously not going to talk about the Greenwood thing, but if you like, look it up for yourself, you want to, but it's not really the sort of thing that this podcast is going to be talking about. Um, with the Manchester, so Manchester United window in general, again, similar to the Hamilton situation and the Chelsea thing, what what would you give that out of 10? If pressed, a, a four. Um, but a lot, a lot of that harshness comes from the fact that, like, it's just so clear what we need and we have mm. money now and we need one now. And it's a similar situation with Arsenal where it's like, okay, we're waiting to see what happens next, but there is like a season of football that's happening currently. Yeah. And it's horrifically embarrassing for the people who sit through it <laughs> and watch it all the time. Like, can you do something about now? Great, great deal with the future. I'm excited for that. But like now I have half a season of football to watch. And like it's still going to be crap because you haven't done anything to make it better. So that, yeah, that is frustrating. <laughs> All it right. does blow Sweet. my mind the fact that all three of your clubs have had such bad windows when you know that Take all yourself. the clubs around you no, but when let me when you know that all the clubs around you, the ones you're competing for top four with, be it from Arsenal's perspective, United and Spurs or vice versa, have all had shocking windows. None of them have capitalized. None of them have capitalized oh. and like made it better. Well, Spurs, I mean a Maybe had the best. Actually, definitely had the best. But they like, find players. We've signed, we've signed not that's, one, that's but two I mean, from Arsenal, from Arsenal and United's perspective, they know that Spurs have had some sort of absolute mess of a season, and United are in a bit of a shambles as well. And neither has tried to make the most of it and 
get some sort of signings to get some momentum to actually make a charge at top four. Some kind of act going on. Madness to me. Like it's like you want to continue the the nonsense. (laughs) It's very it's it's very um I don't know, I think it's quite short sighted really, the way a lot of these clubs are going. But not how Tottenham's going right now. And usually inevitably Spurs would be the most embarrassing one. It'd be like, oh yeah. Man United sign X, Y, Z. Arsenal, yeah, we've got a couple of good players in Chelsea. You'd obviously sign, you know, like Messi or whatever. And Spurs would be like, I'd never signed like Andy Carroll. Broke his, <laughs> broke his leg in the medical. But no, we actually signed. We we number one got rid of of Deadwood players that I thought were not no longer good enough to play for, for the club, and we replaced some some of those players with genuinely good talents that I think improved the squad, not to a massively amazing level, but to a level that makes us a better team. Which you know. I'll take it. Um, so I want to talk, I want to talk about the outlist, the outlist very quickly. Deli Alley is leaving on the most, <laughs> in the most bizarre deal ever. ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't really understand that, but it really, to be honest, the fact that Tottenham fans, we don't, I don't care. Like I love it. I, I think I'm, you know, I respect him for what he's done and I like him, but like the guy is, the guy is so bad now. He's so, he looks <laughs> so bad. Absolutely. Like, he, it's, it's, like, it's like it's like sad to see him watch him play it's like I don't know I don't know it's like watching Gascoigne after he did both his ACLs even though it never happened it's like you don't he's nothing there anymore everything's gone it's like old Rooney but Rooney without the prime you have a nice good young bit of Rooney which oh, he's playing really well and then it's just immediately to Derby Rooney that's literally what has happened to <laughs> Deli Alley and, no, and the fact he's going to Everton that sums it up <laughs> I wish you, I wish well, him well, well. I wish him well. Who I do not wish well is Giovanni La Celsa. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just hate him, I have to say. Just hate <laughs> Seemingly him. nice man compared to Deli Ali, but... Yeah, yeah probably. Deli Ali is an asshole. <laughs> Deli Ali played well for us at some point in time, so I guess pass for me. Uh, he's out. <laughs> La Celsa's out on loan to Villarreal. I don't think we'll see him play. Is it again. only alone? Yeah. Only out on loan. We've only, so we've only sold one player. And that's Ali. And that's nothing confirmed yet, but I'm expecting that to go ahead. Um, so yeah, La Celsa's out. That's brilliant. Um, taking up valuable squad space. I'd, I'd rather have an academy player there. I really would. And uh, we also loaned out Brian Hill. Just one of those things, like, still wasn't getting enough game time. I think it's a good move. We don't do that enough. Loaning out players that have the potential to be good, we just sort of keep them rotting on the sides. It's no, he's going to get game time. Great. And then we loaned out Ndombele back to his old club. <laughs> who fleeced you for 60 million for a yeah, fleeced, fleeced, yeah. fleeced in some senses yes it was all, do... all senses all senses yeah, 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 all no, it, it was it was regatta not... it, was, it was north face it was it was the it was the worst so, i just think it's, <laughs> i just think with him his uh his style if i could talk about styles just for a second um, I do think slower football suits him a bit better. I think the hustle and bustle Premier League football is, I think it's a bit too fast for him. Um, he's not like strong. And what he's diplomatic not way to say he's slow and fat? He, look, like you guys, you, <laughs> I know I, I could talk all day about Ndombele, but you've looked at him play, you can see this guy has something about him, Like this guy has talent. He um, can do beautiful he can, and I think if he played for Leon, he could he could do really good things there. PSG, I think he did good things there, but like it, Tottenham, it's not going to work. So he's out. Goodbye. I don't hate him like Julian Lovano and Lascelles. So I just think it didn't really work out. <laughs> is what it is. Move on. We've all had our big flops, haven't we, guys? We all we all have our big flops, and 
I, you know, in the grand pantheon of flops, he's not an S. There's been worse. There's been worse. There's been worse. Um, and then, yeah, finishing up before we brought in, we brought uh, Bentacur from Juventus, who I've seen play a handful of times. But I know he's an improvement on, on our midfield. I know he's, he's better than Heiberg. I know he's better than Winks. I don't need to say anything else. Um, will he set the world alight? Probably not. Will he improve the midfield? Definitely. Definitely. So I'm happy with that. And uh, Conte wanted him at Juventus. No problems. All good on that front. And then we signed a guy called Kula. I thought it was Kula Klevsky, but it's Kula Sevsky. Kula Sevsky. Or, or Kulu, or if he plays well, Sulu um, <laughs> will be his name. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to watch him play because I think there's a lot of hype about him. And I think Juventus squad is difficult for really any of those players to shine individually at the moment. It's all, it's all just a bit of a mess there. And I think he could be potentially one of those players we sort of cherry pick out and make into a really good player. Um, so I'm excited. And I think that those are two I can, good improvements. I can see him being very good under Conte. Yeah. Yeah. Conte, again, don't know who Conte is. Um, Conte is Con- the manager of Tottenham. Conte. Con- <laughs> is that Golo Conte? Like, who are, you, who are you trying to say there? <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I assume I assume Hammerson will be calling uh, like Kulusevsky broke like Cully in in a week or two. <laughs> no, it'll be absolutely perfect. It'll be absolutely perfect. You'll be you'll be calling it. You'll be getting Blashkovsky's name perfectly right. And then you'll be messing up <laughs> the simplest simplest names like Sully. What? <laughs> okay, just to round up on Tottenham, I'm gonna give Arwin a, a seven six point five out of ten. I don't think it's not the worst window. We've had way worse windows than this. I can assure you that. Um, <laughs> I think I'd probably go seven, you know. It just puts... I think it's a good window. Got... I think, yeah. I think it's January. I don't you've think sold, you're going to get sold, much better. You've sold hmm. some crap and you've signed two half-decent you players. Got of, you got rid of La Celso. That's a seven at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. It's just... Off, the reason why I wouldn't rank it higher is purely because we, the actual precisions we, def- we desperately need reinforcements in, like left centre-back, right wing-back, we just didn't do anything. And we start, we don't yeah. need... Kuliseski is a good player, I'm sure, but we don't need him in any way. Like, the sen- Lucas, the centre-back... Mora is a perfectly fine player. Um, so, a bit... Bit unconfused. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it a seven though. Give it a seven. I want to talk very briefly about the rest of the transfer windows in, in the league. Well, not the, tr- the rest of the windows because we all had the same window. But teams, their moves. I want to talk about Newcastle. And then we, I'm going to quickly go through the best January windows of all time because I just looked through this list and there's some humdingers in there. Um, we'll go from there. Can we talk about Newcastle though? Because I've just gone through their list and um, it kind of, I don't know about you guys. It's kind of crazy. It is kind of wild because you, you hear they get bought out and then you don't actually expect them to do it. It's just kind of like, yeah, but yeah, you're not going to buy anyone. Your Newcastle is fine. Whatever. How, how many then, incomings have they had? Have they got a whole new squad? Um, pretty much. No, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Let me, let me, get, the, let me get the thing up because I've had to change it. But they, they've spent big monies. Big, big monies. It's over 100 million, isn't it? Oh, oh Yeah. At this point, yeah, and I reckon it, you know, the, barring anything crazy, they could, it could actually go above that today. Um, yeah. So have a look. So the big one, the big titular one that I think this is the crazy thing about Newcastle at the moment. Um, Arsenal were in for this guy, City were in for this guy, and they didn't get this guy because money is is why. Um, Bruno Guiamarish. 
Gimaraya. Gimaraya. Gim- <laughs> <laughs> so, so how are you getting it's that? It's a tricky right? one. Getting, <laughs> it's a tricky one. I've I've been saying Gimarish, but I'm not sure. In my head, it's always been Gwim Gwimareas, something like that. I've yeah, never said it out loud. I know before. es is esh, isn't it? It's, oh, it's, it's yeah. like a yeah, kind of noise. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty sure. Gwimareas. I'll go with. Yeah, but that guy, I think we can probably safely say, I mean, I've not actually watched him play, but the fact that all these clubs in him and Arsenal are so good when they missed out and says, speaks volumes, speaks volumes, and um, pretty wild. And that's, that's a big move. That's a big, big move right there. Um, the one only... concern I have, one concern I have, he might be good in the Champions League. Is he good at getting you out of a relegation square? I think there's that's... two different set of skills. I think that's two completely different set of skills. Yeah, but, you know, when you're fighting that fight, like an addition like that, like you think about, you think about Carlos Tevez to West Ham, that sort of Imagine, thing. I know. Where it's just like, actually, these players add so much more quality than what we add. Mm, yeah. In the, in the, in the minutiae of the game, they'll, they'll help you. Definitely. Mm, true. If you think about Newcastle as individuals now, obviously they've got a better manager in Eddie Howe. He plays nicer, more possession-based football. Like the more quality they have, the better they will be. And they now do have some good players. Obviously, Trippier, who I'm sure we'll get to in a minute. Um, mm. A couple of one or two decent centre backs, like him in midfield, and a couple of decent strikers. Like they, they should be just fine. Yeah, I mean, they also signed right at the start of the window. They they triggered the release clause for Chris Wood for twenty seven million pounds. Um, a lot of money. Needless to say, it's absolutely crazy money, but it almost it almost doesn't matter at this point, does it? Because mm. they, they have clever, effectively clever. limitless money, so it doesn't really matter. They can pay they can pay a hundred million, it doesn't matter, it means the same to them. Don't um, forget off relegation rival, which is so important. Oh uh, yeah, true. And that's why they'd go for him. It's but a clever move. Burnley signed that guy Vegforce. Which I actually thought that I ne- obviously yeah. never seen him play. Could be terrible. Probably will be terrible. But yeah, yeah. I think that was quite an astute replacement. He's bagged a ton of well, goals. He, no, he, but he was in um, he, he was in the Euros, in the Euros quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. he was in the Euros. Uh, Netherlands are quite dead. Uh, Netherlands, from, Netherlands yeah. is not expected. Yeah, yeah, but he was scoring a few goals in it. Yeah, but that's, he, he, I think that's. He, I think you could argue that's a better player. Very good replacement. Very good. Wait and see. I he's like six, how tall he is. He's six foot five. Very tall. I always like the giant striker in the Premier League. <laughs> he crouches your ziggiches. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, crouches your ziggiches. Yeah, of course. <laughs> he's he's going to be a name like that. Yeah. And I kind of kind of like, I don't really like Burnley, but I like the fact that they, like Newcastle are trying to like torpedo their season by doing these like kind of Disgusting tactics. I kind of want Burnley to stay up now and Newcastle to still go down. Just because I think it's just kind of scummy doing that. Even nah, though it's, it's so like, Burnley are done in this league. They've had their time. No, of course, please. Please, Fouts, please. Very course and Corne Masterclass. Oh. It is nice to see Burnley finally branching out from Brexit, though. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's purely aesthetic. Sean Dyche is like whipping Corne. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <Aww>. god! <laughs> We've established on this podcast that we like Sean Dyche. <laughs> okay, right. 
Kieran Trippier, for, th- for half, for less than half of the Chris Wood price, they got a title winning right back. Pretty good, right? Pretty good. I think that, I think that's, that, is, that is just Very a great good. signing. Yeah. In every way. Even if, even if not for his defending, just for his delivery to big, big Chris Wood will be mm. very, very clever. Hence why they also got Matt Target at left back as well, who I always understood was never in the team for his defensive attributes, more for his crossing and whatever. Bit of an assist guy. Not amazing, but, you know, on the loan, that's an improvement on Matt Ritchie. So, okay. And that's all they've done oh, so far. <laughs> And I, can I uh, just uh, enlighten you guys as to a player that Newcastle have still had on their books? Um, Christian Atsu. Oh. Huh? What? Oh. Christian, no. Christian Atsu. They don't. God. Left to Zalbred. He's gone. No, he's gone now. He's gone now. Oh. Can you believe that? He's, I don't know how we ever got them to buy Henry that. Henry Sivet. Hmm. Henry Saive. Oh no. I've never heard that name. Henry, I actually right. believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Henri. I mean it is Henri, what am I saying? It is, yeah, um, it's Henri Saive. Uh is there any big marquee signings you guys want to talk about? Obviously there's Diaz at Liverpool. I, I suppose what say, Liverpool, obviously Liverpool. punished. Big, big moves from Liverpool. Mm. I think he'll be. Was, I think he'll be one hell of a signing. You, he looked really good, and um, Everton signed Deli hilarious, obviously. Um, <laughs> Everton signed, an, and obviously Everton signing big, big fat Frank Lampard. That's I was going to say their, their big signing is is in the dugout. Oh no, it's not. It's Deli Come on, Everton. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Pace and power bet right now. Who stays at Everton longer, Ali or Lampard? I mean, Deli Ali's not. Oh. Matches, Ali, I think so Ali Lampard. will be at Everton until he's 34. Yeah, him and Iwobi <laughs> will be <laughs> three goals between them in their combined 10 year tenure at Everton. The oh, thing is, yes. I don't think either of them are going to get a game now because Richarlison and DCL are back. Donny, like, and then Damari Gray's been their only good player this season. Those two, Iwobi and, Iwobi and Deli Ali, should not be getting a game. Well, no, it won't be, no. But, I mean, De- Deli Alli... Remember, remember Everton's squad. He should like, not be playing. You can no, roll the dice. They've just signed Don- Him and Deli Alli and Donny van der Beek will be competing for that 10, won't they? Donny plays deeper if you actually have a holding mid as well. Like another one. What about, just guys, what about, um, what about Anwar El Ghazi? <laughs> but where, where's he fitting into the side? <laughs> into this puzzle? <laughs> El why? why have they signed him? It's just why they have they have Townsend, Rashad, They just have no reason to have done that. You guys, I'm know quite that, intrigued um... to see what Frank does with these. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> Everton's management is so bad. You guys who, know that who, who you Hammers... want to go down more, Everton or Newcastle? I'd actually love to see Everton get relegated. <laughs> 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 it would be very fun. Yeah, we were just talking about um, in between in between the calls about the fact that it's Newcastle Everton. I think we mentioned that on the last episode as well. 
Newcastle versus Everton uh, is at the weekend. So battle of the big boys in terms of transfer spend this this window. I'm going to come up with a statement and say those kind of games are the most enjoyable type of games to watch. <laughs> so exciting, in the league. There's no stakes for me. I don't care who loses and who wins, but the stakes are immense for whoever does win and whoever does lose. And mm. the pressure is um, is exhilarating, but I'm not involved in any way. It's, it's, such a, it's such a brilliant combination where, you know, like at the start of the season, where there are teams who have made big signings, it's so exciting to see them come, come up against each other. But at this point in the season where both could feasibly go down. So there are actual stakes and they've both spent big. It's very, it's very exciting. Very exciting. I love it. I'd argue that. Speaking of spending big, we've actually forgotten someone who's had a pretty good window as well. We haven't even mentioned them yet. Aston Villa. Oh, Villa. Villa had some, remember, a certain certain Coutinho came on and and ruined a nice, easy 2-0 win for against United the other day. Well, the other right. day, that was like two weeks yeah. ago now, wasn't it? <laughs> Still, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who did they get in? So they got, they got, <laughs> they got Luca Dina in. Um, I oh, think yeah. he's good, a good player. An improvement good. on that target, yeah. Callum Chambers on a free. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, Twan Zabi on loan. Or was that at the start of the season? Because this is, doesn't say. Um, <laughs> Philip Coutinho. Decent. It's, I think they're taking it seriously. They're taking it really seriously. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think Coutinho is a great signing. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. There's not really any risk associated with that. Whereas, like, you know, signing players like Coutinho, I think there's always a massive financial risk if you get it on a transfer. But on a loan, it's like kind of no pressure, which I think suits him as well. Yeah. And obviously now you're going to get Gerard and Lampard. And both those two teams, Villa and Everton, they're both fighting for the same space, aren't they? They're both fighting for that. Really fighting to be eighth is the, is the dream, isn't it, really? I mean, everything's yeah. a bit past Everton now. Um, so to see those two managers, and it's such a... I hate to say it, Hampson, but <laughs> Gerard is so clear of Lampard at this stage. So, so clear. <laughs> so clear. <laughs> Gone into the horizon. Uh, so he's already really proven right? himself more. Well, we'll see what Frank does at Everton. Like, yeah, we'll see. Um, not probably get, uh, get fired. <laughs> probably yeah. not much. Yeah, I have to say, <laughs> okay, Hamilton, 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 pounds. Hamilton, if I pitched you, you this, lot, who would be? Hang on, that was too much going on. Sorry, I was I was just saying that Dixon looks a lot like Coutinho. Yeah. <laughs> I once got told that by a waiter in Jamaica. It was bizarre. That is bizarre. Like, he like brought up a picture on his phone and everything. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that happening, huh? Yeah. It's like um, um <laughs> Barry Maguire. Oh Barry. <laughs> yeah, Hamilton. If I could pitch you this, who do you think, and be honest, who will be at their respective clubs longer? Frank Lampard or Stephen Gerrard? Oh, Gerald's going to last longer at Villa. Everton are a fucking mess. From mm. from the top down, Everton are a mess. So even if Frank keeps them up and does a half-decent job in the next four months, he's not going to last very long at Everton. Everton are more unsustainable than Chelsea. They're like taking a lot of the culpability off of Frank there. Yeah. What about the but job I'm saying, you, to do? I'm saying even if, <laughs> hypothetically, about even, the job. If he does well, 
even if he does well in the next four months, it's not going to be a long-term thing. I can see Villa and Gerard building a good project. No, they're, they're not going to sack a manager who does well. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. If, yeah, this if isn't Chelsea. Well, yeah, it will inevitably go tits up because Everton are in a mess. Like, they'll sell this DCL and it'll go to shit. They'll sell Richarlison mm. and it'll go to shit. Like, whereas Villa seem much more sustainable as like their sort of I don't know their ethos like what they're doing mm. okay fair enough it was a very unfair question I just wanted you to say it just wanted you to say it <laughs> um, okay right yes, is there any is more the big deals this moment in time is, it, is there any more big deals we want to talk about because I want to very very lastly cover sort of the best January transfers of all time because um, Watford signed a 45 year old man <laughs> oh, that uncle that Watford signed. <laughs> or is that Samuel Kalu? Yeah. Who is, I believe, 25? 24. <laughs> Allegedly. No way. Let me just see this man real quick. Let me just see, see what this man looks like. Guys, look this guy up. What's his name again? <laughs> Samuel Kalu. I'm going to have to check. He's, he's a bit older than this. Because Watford are claiming this guy is 24. <laughs> I don't believe it. This is just... <laughs> I can't open this. I can't open this picture. This guy is like 55. <laughs> oh, this guy looks so old. I think in some pictures he doesn't look there that old. There is though. no way. Either way, how do you think he's doing? I think he's doing. I, I think mean, he's I, doing I know well. nothing about the guy other than that he's not 24. And my Watford is now turning into like Super Eagles 2, basically. Got yeah, like, it is, like, yeah, I'm loving six that. Nigerian. So, well, you, you say Super Eagles too, but they won't let anyone play for Super Eagles. No, <laughs> I'm not yeah, loving that. <laughs> true. Do you know how um, how much we, we could have done with some of their players? Yeah, of course. Um, and obviously, Nigerians and Watford did Odi Nagala back in the day, M- messing it up. Um, okay, but I want success as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, who's that other guy? Was there another guy as well? No, Brown Brown a day was at West Brom, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. And he wasn't that good. So I don't know what that was. He was quite bad. Um, was quite okay. Bad, yeah. Let me go through this best. So this this is from uh, unnamed newspaper, and they've assembled their top ten greatest greatest uh January transfer deals. Um do you want me to read out the list and we just talk about each one? Or do you want to th- you yeah. guys just throw your names out there and just see where they stick on the list if you have such names in your head? I don't have many of them. A vidic. Right, we're gonna do we're gonna do the former. And we're gonna start with Jesse Lingard on loan. That was last year. That was pretty yeah, nine and sixteen on loan. Great on move. a loan deal. That Jesse Lingard's stock was at an all-time low, I think. Yeah. And he was just a complete meme. And now he's like genuinely desired by most clubs in the league. Yeah. And uh, it's not allowed to go there. So that, yep, yeah, number 10, <laughs> completely agree with that. Um, number nine is Seamus Coleman. Uh, Seamus yeah. Coleman, Everton. Signed from Sligo Rovers. 
I think there's definitely better to to be in there than Coleman's. He's, he's been a solid. You have to consider longevity. But, I know. Look, but, I know. But, I know. It's I know. It's difficult for you to relate because he was cheap, um, and <laughs> yeah. he played for the club for actually quite a long time. But yeah. well, he was signed I for like under a hundred thousand pounds. He's he's played I'm three hundred sure fifty games. Better. He was signed for under a hundred k. Yeah, he was yeah. cheapest chip. Come on, come on. Value for money. What do you want? Okay, if, 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 strictly, value, if we're strictly judging by value for money, this guy is like one of the best. Yeah, for value for um, money. Yeah, I'm sure I can probably could probably name. Definitely 10, 10 better, I reckon. No, come on, Hamilton, that's an all-time signing. Think about it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's crazy yeah. cheap. It's crazy cheap. To sort your right-back position, to the point as well, where at his peak, like, big clubs were after him. It was decent. Over the he's broke his leg twice. Sorry? He broke his leg twice. He's had bad luck. He had horrific injuries. Wasn't he in the team um, of the season? I think so. Him and Baines, bombing wing-backs, if you remember that, back in the day. Yeah. Um... I think that I think that's a good signing. I think for value for money wise, I don't think there's ever been a better one than that. I'd even argue yeah, some of the ones that are laid down the list. Money is good. Um, okay, number eight, we have Jose Mourinho uh, buying Matic from Benfica. Hmm. I agree in that he was phenomenal, but I don't think he should be there. In that we shouldn't have given him to Benfica in the first place. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because of course he was just part of the lone army, wasn't he? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And then okay. we sent him there in exchange for David Luiz just to then rebuy him anyway. Classic, classic Chelsea. Um, I yeah. don't think I agree with that, to be honest. I think he, he, would, he, I mean, he got two titles. Like, it, it objectively was good, but he objectively worked. Um, but one point, we, the best is it, medium, well, probably. I guess that kind of is the point of the, of the January transfer window, just. This is what we need to do. This is what we, at this way of the season, this is what we've identified as our weakness. Yeah. Similar to like United right now. If United could sign a 28-year-old Matic right now, that would then, literally solve so many problems. So, so many problems. <laughs> and you look at him playing so, and he often shows flashes of it and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, please be younger. And then someone <laughs> turns around and starts running in the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it's five okay. by the men. Uh, the next one's another another Serbian signing for Chelsea, and that's uh, Ivanovic signing. Oh, I didn't know Ivanovic joined, joined in two thousand eight. So this this for me, this, how much did he cost? Do you know how much off the top of your head? Ballpark six, seven, eight million. Not much. He won Cheap. nine trophies, a nine-year career, and he scored thirty-four goals in three hundred and seventy-seven games. Who this guy who I thought was really like so defensive. Arguably, one of arguably top five Premier League right backs ever. Like he's he's in that top ten, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I'd definitely say so. Um, I think was, about it, but okay, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Okay, like, no, nah, in in those like was it twenty tens Chelsea? I, I remember a time when he was the best right back in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good. He was good. I always thought he was he was a really good player. But there's another fullback above him, and it's Patrice Evra. Oh, um, yeah. Who arrived from Monaco in 2006. I'm surprised and, uh, he's not higher in that list. I'm not going to lie. I'm surprised he's not higher. Because he was oh, quite yeah, cheap I, as I well, think... wasn't he? <coughs> yeah, 
They weren't expensive. Um, he won five titles at Old Trafford and he made 379 appearances for the club. A lot of fullbacks in here but making a lot of appearances. Made two more appearances than Branislav Ivanovic, funnily enough, and won a bit more titles as well. So I think objectively better than that in that regard. And yet, ever, it's the thing, growing up watching Man United, everyone was just there every year. Everyone was just that guy who was just there. He's a bit weird now. He like licks chicken and says <laughs> weird things. He's... But the guy He's was weird. Good. The yeah. guy was good. The guy was very good. Um, I think that's worthy of a top five, but he's not in the top five. Number five is Philippe Coutinho, who I'd, I'd say straight off the bat, in terms of uh, signing, signing, signing a player to then sell them on again in terms of profit made, I don't think that a greater profit has ever been made in, in world yeah. football. He was signed for 8.5 million. Do you guys remember how much he was sold in five years' time in the same January transfer window to Barcelona? 150? 140? Yeah, 152 million pounds. Oh, my God. So in that way, in that way, top five worthy. Is he act, did he did he make he enough of an impact at Liverpool though? He didn't win anything. He was good. Oh, he, he was great though. He scored some incredible goals. It wouldn't be in my he top was, five. He, he, he was good. In my top five though. You're always banging on about how trophies don't mean anything. He was mm. obviously no, a good was... player. <laughs> no, but like it, guys, just the, the next top three, or at least three of the top four that I'm about to say are unreal. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go straight on to the next guy. Number four, Luis Suarez. Ah, sorry, he's Suarez. only number four. He's only number four. Luis Suarez. He's Luis Suarez, number four. Win. I mean, number three is criminal. And if Pat was here, uh, that gives it away a little bit. But if Pat was here, I think there'd be there'd be podcast civil war going on right now. But yeah, number four <laughs> is is Luis Suarez, who I'd say. Would you guys agree with the with the statement that he had one of the best individual seasons, maybe the best individual season in Premier League history? Uh, he had one of them. Yeah, he definitely had one. Of them. Yeah, definitely one of them. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say the, but definitely one of them. Hmm. And actually, a guy that I think this guy has been one of, if not the best, outright striker in the world for like nearly. Oh, he years. was. He, he was kind of flies under the radar a little bit. This guy is, has been so good for so long. And he's won, he's won so much, won everything there is to win in a club level. Uh, not for Liverpool, of course, didn't win anything for Liverpool. Um, but yeah, crazy. He'd be, he'd, be, he'd be my top, he'd be my second one, to be honest. I think, I think I'd have him number one, to yeah. be honest. Well, wait, wait, wait for these options. <laughs> number three, and I know this is going to cause, this is going to cause a bit of drama, but uh, Bruno Fernandes. Um, Tell me, please tell, tell me, state, state I, the case first. If you I, agree with the case, of course. I see some faces. Look, I, I wouldn't have put him that high on the list. I wouldn't have put him that high on the list. However, I I guys, guys, honestly, and I'm so glad Pat's not here because I'd have wanted to punch him through the screen. It's exactly what we were talking about in terms of January transfers. We had no creation and no goal input from midfield. And we went and we signed a guy for okay money and he has been the best producing and scoring midfielder in world football since. Yeah. What, how, how what's the, where, where, what am I missing? I'm only gonna gripe. Comp- My only gripe comp- is how high up the list he is. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. I wouldn't have put him that high. I wouldn't have put him above Suarez. I'd have probably put him four though. I'm, I'm not sure what the others are. But... 
I'm going to argue in favour of him, which you'll probably never hear me say again. If Jesse Lingard as a loan is in the top 10, supposedly, which I don't think it should be. I think it's a ridiculous call. But if Jesse Lingard is in there, then Bruno is top three slash top five. Mm, I think, yeah. Let's hit, let's hit out the rest of the options, if that, though. If that's um, half a top, then Bruno is top three or top five. I think Bruno is having his best what, time 10 time. games now, but you have to you have to think about what, like... Yeah, what sorry, he did six months with Bruno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think if, if in the very near future... Um, he is instrumental in United lending some serious titles. He would be in the contention for that top three, top two sort of spot. I agree with that, definitely. Um, right, the top two, the big boys. No one said this guy yet, um, but I can see why he's number two. Virgil van Dijk for 75 million. Um, what a player. Was cr- crazy, crazy, crazy player. I think I mean, the most OP I think, I think if we're going by the whole sort of essence of January windows, which we've been talking about, I would put Virgil above who's going to be number one because he signed for that. No, 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 not because of longevity, but he signed for them and that instant impact. He took them straight to a Champions League final in six months and then within 18 months won the thing. Mm. Like that is the instant impact. He signed for them, and then they were in the Sorry, Champions League. Final. I just remembered who was going to be number one. Um, yeah. Right. I if we're, if we're talking about don't mention his name, don't mention his name. Don't say instant name impact yet. for sure. I understand instant impact, but but like was going to be number one was yeah. It's hard to argue yeah. that he's going to be number one, but I think a case can be made for Virgil. Is my point? Sure. Yeah. Look, the, the case the cases with with uh, the last two Van Dyke and Bruno is that they're still playing right now. So it's, it's yeah. a bit more difficult it's to tricky, gauge how successful yeah. it is because they haven't finished their career at either of these clubs yet. Um, I yeah. think a good, a better comparison would be comparing Van Dijk and Bruno because they're both still at the same club. Um, yeah. And I'd argue in favour of Van Dijk that yeah, yeah, he came Definitely. in, he was the best, not defender, player in the world for until he got injured. And that was proven in the success that he got with the Champions League and the league. And then fucked his leg and kind of looked fucked ever since. But I would also argue in favor of Bruno that Bruno joined a way more dysfunctional team. Uh, oh, yeah. Bruno was, was the last missing piece to the puzzle. Bruno was the first piece of the puzzle, if that makes sense. Um, <laughs> yeah. so it's a bit more difficult to judge. <laughs> the only, uh, the only. <laughs> so, yeah. Great, great signings, though. But number one, this guy. This guy was ridiculous. <laughs> Nemanja Vidic, um, if you talk about value for money, longevity, success, um, instant improvement, every single box that we've talked about before, he, tick, he, he ticks that and seven million. Seven million. He won. Nemanja Vidic. Let, let me rattle this off. He won five Come Premier on. League titles, three League Cups, the Champions League, and the FIFA Club World Cup during his eight and a half year spell at the club, widely considered to be probably one of the best Premier League centre backs of all time, if not the. Um, that's an argument for a different time. I don't think I can't really disagree with this. In, in recent Premier League history, this guy was the best. Is the best January signing in in all parameters. Surely, do you guys agree? Yeah, I mean it's really? hard to argue. Like I say, hard to disagree. 
the likes of the likes of Vidi, <laughs> Not much to say. The likes of Van Dijk. I yeah okay. The likes of Fernandez and the likes of Suarez. I think those four are a different league to the other ones. I think. Yeah, I agree with that entirely. Yeah. Yeah. They are in the the top, and then, and then Coutinho for the money he fetched. To be fair. Hmm. See, I'm is looking at the most fraudulent one here and say this top ten has a few glaring misses. Go on. Yeah. Those Number ones, one. Yeah, nominees, please. Number one, Aubameyang. I was going to say about Aubameyang. He I came think it's in rough that he's not even in one of the lowest spots. The silly I think it's rough. Two years. I think that's Get Lingard off yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, Lingard, Lingard, what's Lingard doing here? Like, Aubameyang comes yeah. in, he gets multiple twenty goal plus seasons. Like, scores. Like as I said earlier, like Harry two goals guys. in a final and two goals in a semi-final of a cup. Golden like, boot. Oh yeah, he got a golden, golden boot. boot. Yeah, yeah, two twenty-plus goal seasons. Salah, when like. he joined, he joined in January and finished the goal with season with ten goals. Yeah, like he he has to be in that list, and also Gary Cahill signed him for <laughs> for peanuts, like six or seven million, and. Yeah, for ten years. years. Ten years at Chelsea and won absolutely everything. I think he's the yeah, youngest the guy in this football to ever win every trophy. And, yeah. he, and it wasn't like he was a bench yeah. player. He, he was huge yeah, for it was us. Terry Cahill for it, club it, and country, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Terry Cahill carried us for donkey's years. And he I've was signed some... into And he was, he's the like definition of like cult hero. Hmm. I'm going to throw some more nominees out there. These, I don't think he's a top 10, but... Look, oh, I, I, think, think. I think Cahill's definitely there. If oh, Shane's Cahill, Cahill, yeah. Cahill, Cahill started... But I can, like, I can only accept Cahill so many Chelsea pragmatic defensive signings. You know, I can only accept <laughs> so many. Thomas Suchek. Good. Again, good. he's tricky because he's still going. Yuri Tielemans. I don't want to hear anything about that. And if I ought to Arsenal... I love million. how quickly we've gone off Tielemans as a group. And I've done it as well. It's one video, isn't it? It's that one video. <laughs> just stinks. Just stinks. I used to um, love him before I saw that video. Okay, some, of these, some of these are muck. Oh, Jermaine Defoe to Sunderland and hear me out here. Oh, Just for that yeah. goal alone. And he that saved them from relegation. Oh, the one on the turn. Yeah. It's a great signing. Oh, Brilliant signing. Love you, Info. Um, who, who else is up there before we, before we conclude? Robert Hoof to Leicester. No, don't even talk to me about that. That old boy. What a stupid, stupid suggestion. <laughs> no, that's, 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 all, that's all she wrote. But yeah, January transfer window is open, barring any disasters. Um, we've covered everything there for you, past and present. And yeah, hope you enjoy the episode, guys. Like, share, subscribe do all the good stuff and we'll see you in the next one peace oh oh